Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 350. The write-up for episode 349 on Boiler Room is available on the website. So this week, I want to cover a great classic, a black and white film. In fact, this was my very first or one of my very first black and white films that I ever saw. It is 1947's Key Largo. And I'll set the stage. I think I was about eight or nine when I first saw this movie. Uh, Up until that point, I think the only other black and white film I had seen to completion was The Wizard of Oz. And I don't know how much I count that one because the the bulk of that movie is actually in color. Just the beginning and the end are uh, in black and white. But Key Largo was really the first black and white film I ever saw. And I think it was the first crime thriller I ever saw as well. And the story was basically um, uh, it was around summer uh, vacation. I was in third or fourth grade. And I used to go uh, to my parents' uh, shop during the day. And um, while they were working, they had a little black and white TV. And around 2 or 3 in the afternoon, one of the channels would show an afternoon movie. And a lot of times they would be classic films. And Key Largo happened to be uh, airing one afternoon. And I just sat and watched it. And I got sucked in completely drawn into the plot, the characters. I didn't even know at the time uh, about how famous the actors were and uh, anything like that. And um, I I think this was really the first true uh, black and white crime thriller I ever appreciated. And I felt all the range of emotions that you would as a kid seeing a movie like this. I felt uh, chills. I felt thrills. I definitely felt uh, some fear. Uh, You know, the villain was very scary, as I'll talk about in in the episode. And the plot was just really intriguing. And it's a movie that I've seen many times since then. Later, when I was in high school, I was a member of the uh, Film Society, and we used to do film screenings every Friday. And we had a catalog of movies that we could choose from. And Key Largo uh, was one of the movies that I had actually picked uh, for one of those uh, Friday night screenings. So I really enjoyed that. So that was a lot of fun. And uh, it's a movie that I want to share with you today. So let me give you a quick rundown of the plot and the cast. You've got in the lead Humphrey Bogart as Frank McLeod. He's a World War II veteran who served with uh, George Temple. I believe George Temple, a character who we don't see but is mentioned often in the film, served under uh, McLeod and died in the war, I think, in Italy. And uh, Bogart, uh, Bogart's character, McLeod, he is returning from the war and he travels down to the Florida Keys, hence the uh, title of the film Key Largo. And he goes to visit uh, George's uh, father, uh, James Temple, who is played by Lionel Barrymore, part of the uh, famous Barrymore acting family. That's a a family legacy. And uh, also he visits uh, Nora Temple, who is George's uh, uh, wife, uh, and she's played by Lauren Bacall. As he arrives at the hotel, he finds a very suspicious group of people Uh, just a number of gangster types who are crowding the lobby and uh, it's revealed that they are led by um, Johnny Rocco who's a famous gangster played by Edward G. Robinson and uh, rounding out the cast you also have um, Claire Trevor as gay Don 
Tress. She is um, Johnny Rocco's girlfriend. She's uh, kind of this uh, showbiz uh, singer, performer type. And in two uncredited roles uh, who I think should be mentioned, you've got Jay Silverheels and Rod Redwing. Uh, they play John and Tom Osceola. They're Seminoles. And what's interesting about this movie is that that's a B-plot, is that James Temple, the owner of the hotel, he is a friend of the Seminole people, and John and Tom and, uh, John and Tom Osceola appear in the beginning, and they're wanted by the police for questioning. It's not really clear what for, and James uh, is convinced convinces them to actually cooperate with the police. You know, there's a lot of distrust there, but he, uh, you know, as a friend of the Sem- Seminole people, he has a lot of trust. So he convinces John and Tom Osceola to um, cooperate with the police, and this is a, a B plot that uh, is played throughout the film. The movie is directed by John Huston. It's based on a 1939 play, as I learned when I looked up some trivia on this. Uh, the play was by Maxwell Anderson. So McLeod is this kind of wanderer. He's a veteran. He he's come home. He's a little disaffected, and in the beginning, he's visiting the hotel simply because of this connection through George Temple, who died under his command, and he doesn't really have any loyalties. He doesn't have any family. He doesn't have any anyone he's really returning to, which is one of the reasons why he comes to this hotel, the Largo Hotel. But he finds that it is surrounded by these gangsters, and it's revealed that Johnny Rocco uh, is the uh, the leader of the gang, and um, he's revealed to be this this really big gangster. Uh, just uh, in the post prohibition era, he was apparently this really huge uh, criminal gangster. He, he ran this empire during prohibition, and then I think the story establishes that he was kicked out of the country, and now he's coming back. And he's got his uh, his gang with him, and they're all pretending to be businessmen on a on a fishing trip. And uh, what ends up happening is that they all end up trapped in this hotel during the storm. And uh, the police come at one point. Uh, they're looking for the Osceolas. And obviously, as I mentioned earlier before, James Temple had convinced the Osceolas to cooperate. But because of Johnny Rocco and uh, a lot of lies and a lot of um, deception, uh, that turns out to be a disaster. And that's one of the interesting plots that's weaved into this movie. And Rocco holds the entire hotel hostage. He holds uh, James and uh, his um, daughter-in-law as well as Frank McLeod, all hostage. And they want to, uh, they're involved in some sort of um, money counterfeiting scheme with another gangster who ends up arriving at the hotel and they're plotting to get away. So they want to get away, but the storm is raging and it's preventing any of them from leaving or escaping. And it is a fantastic thriller. This is a great movie that just from beginning to end establishes very interesting characters, characters that you care about, characters who have incredible chemistry with each other. Uh, Obviously, if you're a fan of classic movies, you know that Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, known as Bogey and Bacall, famous couple, both on screen and off screen. Here, their chemistry is just absolutely intense, but also the chemistry between Bogart and Robinson. Um, uh, Looking up some trivia, they actually starred in four films together, and here they're just perfectly cast as these opposing forces representing good and evil. 
and they just have this this really good antagonistic chemistry but all of the actors in here are really really well uh cast and uh in their characters Lionel Barrymore who I believe actually played a uh, a, a a bad guy he played an evil character in um uh, uh, it's a wonderful life here. He just plays such a different character and he's just very sympathetic as, uh, as, uh, James Temple, who's bound in a wheelchair and is grieving over his son. And, and McLeod is actually telling him about the story of his son. So all of the performances, all of the characters are very nuanced and, and Claire Trevor as gay Don Tress. She is, um, uh, in this rocky relationship with Johnny Rocco, it, it's established that Johnny actually uh, was a bit of a benefactor for her early on in her, her singing career. But you see through her story how because of his nature, because of his, uh, you know, because of his uh, you know, really horrible personality, how that ruined her career and in many ways ruined her life. She gives a really great performance, too. And just to see her and how she interacts with uh, Lauren Bacall and Humphrey Bogart. Every character is just has these incredible nuances and uh, the interactions I think are very well developed. So uh, I'm just going to say this is a movie you should check out. I stumbled onto it by accident as a kid and I had see, I've seen it uh, many times subsequently and I own it on physical media. So I revisited this movie uh, actually uh, just now uh, on DVD. I hadn't seen it in, in about a year. I think I did watch it once last year and it's a movie I like to revisit every now and then. Uh, in terms of the good, I will say outstanding cast, gorgeous cinematography. It's, it's, it's if you'll, if you haven't really watched a lot of black and white films, this is one that I think will get you started. It's one that I began with and you'll develop an appreciation for them. The, the setting, most of this is set inside a house. And as I read the trivia, that was actually one of the ways that they kept the budget down was actually filming it just mostly in one set. And the hotel just serves as a set piece. And you can tell that it's based on a play. And I, I didn't actually really know that it was based on a play. But it, it's not surprising to read that because it very much is like watching a play on, on the screen. Uh, the, the, the plot will just draw you in. There are no slow moments in here. The acting is outstanding and the movie moves very quickly. Uh, it, it just moves from beat to beat, from scene to scene, very confidently. Uh, I don't have a negative thing to say about this movie. If I had one nitpick, I would say maybe the musical score is a little bit forgettable. It sounds very much like a typical 1940s or 50s thriller. It's a little bit non descriptive it's non-distinct rather is the word i'm looking for it's not really anything that's going to stand out save for that i think the main theme is actually pretty good that's my only minor nitpick otherwise i would say this is a, a pretty near perfect film so i'm going to end with some trivia so i didn't know this until doing some research for this uh, episode but claire trevor won the academy award for best supporting actress uh, she does do a very good job in this film. Uh, Bogart and, and Robinson, as I mentioned, have uh, starred in four films together. Uh, I believe uh, three others prior to this. And this one was the last one that they actually starred in. In the prior movies, uh, uh, Robinson actually got top billing over Bogart. But in this movie, Bogart actually gets top billing over Robinson. So... 
This was their last outing. And this uh, movie, if you're interested in numbers, had a, box, a budget of about $1.8 million and did a box office of about $4.4 million, including overseas growth. So it, it did quite well. In terms of rating, I'm going to give this a solid five out of five stars. I think this is a great movie. It's a great summer movie to watch. It takes place uh, around the summertime. There's a lot of heat and humidity. You've got a Florida storm. So really, this is a movie you can associate with summer. In terms of where to watch it, now what I would recommend you do is maybe check Hoopla. That's where you're going to find a lot of classic films if you want to tie them to your library card. Hoopla might be a good place to look. The other place in terms of mainstream streaming, it would most likely appear on HBO Max if you have HBO Max just because they they have the Turner Classic Movies collection. So this is the type of movie you might see in rotation there. I don't know that it's streaming right now. And if you want to get the physical media version, uh, I will have affiliate links to buy or rent this movie from Amazon in the write-up. But this is a great movie. I would say it's actually worth owning in any film library, whether you get the physical media or if you want the digital version. Uh, The write-up for this episode should be up at at around the time of the release of this episode. I've been getting the write-ups up around the same day. If it's not up by the time this episode airs, it'll be up within the next day or so. Also, In the write-ups, for those of you who missed the book reviews that I did a couple years ago, I'm still putting in what I'm currently reading uh, along with a link to my Goodreads account if you want to follow me on Goodreads. So if you want to see what I'm reading lately and my star rating for it, you can check it out on all the write-ups. All right. I recommend do check out uh, Key Largo. Fantastic movie. I think you'll enjoy it very much. Hope you're enjoying the summer movie series. I can't believe we're already in August and we've only got a couple more movies left. So have a great week. Have a great weekend and I'll be back next week.